Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Welcome back to Strictly Hip Hop. As always, I'm your host, Chris Platty, and here for a special interview today is my man, Young Dosu, MSU rapper. Young Dosu, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Doing good, doing good. All right, let's get into it. So, um, I actually, so, so for some background, I actually found you on, we can start, we can start here, actually. So, I found you on, um, at, at the hip hop club, we were all talking, and my friend Andrew had brought up that. There was somebody that uh, Wu Tang Financial like retweeted your project or some shit sure, or like promoted sure, yeah. it. So I went to the tweet and I think I still um, took a took a picture of it. Is it like is that Wu Tang officials like uh, it, it's got? I'm looking at it now. It's got 158 thousand followers and it's followed by uh, by will be of course the only authenticity you need. Oh yeah. But some other but some other accounts as well. So like so it's a it's a legit verified account. Like how'd that happen? Well, honestly, uh, my friend Caleb Sheffer, shouts out to uh, At Gold Pizza. Um, he was just like he loves Wu Tang, and right. um, I, don't know, I guess he followed that account or something. And he, uh, I mentioned that I was dropping my mixtape uh, Escapism later that day, and he just like how he said he might have added it them. Was, no, it was the same. Your drop was the same day as thirteen or thirty six chambers or whatever. So they tweeted it and Caleb tweeted yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he yeah. was dropping too. He said, he said, so he said like same day as thirty six chambers, and then uh, the company or uh, Wu Tang account they um they ended up asking him like, all right, when's the tape dropping? And he told him like, oh, seven o'clock. So when uh he actually sent it and they he didn't believe it was actually gonna happen or like they were you know, he wasn't sure if they were like joking or whatever. Yeah, but um. Yeah, they he ended, he sent it to them and they actually ended up retweeting it and yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy because I seen that and I was like, what? At first, the first story my friend told me was that like some that Wu Tang like retweeted it and I was like, whoa, like the actual Wu Tang page, like that's crazy. Right, 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 goes right, MSU. Right, right. And so I was doing some research. So you go to MSU um, and your major, you said we were talking about this before, is political science. Uh, what what why'd you choose that? Well, initially coming here, like. Growing up, I always liked, I don't know, kind of arguing and, like, I don't know, proving a point and, like... Just debating. Yeah, standing for something, like, yeah, proving, yeah. And so uh, I wasn't sure. I was kind of basically undecided. And so uh, I was looking at undecided. I was like, all right, I like law. That's pretty much if I'm going to do anything here at, like, college besides music, this is what I'm going to do. And so I just went to political science and uh, dabbled into, like, law and criminal justice. 
and like all that stuff. Okay. Okay, dope. So, you, so this is the stuff I got from. Again, this is my first time actually meeting you. For full disclosure, for the for the for the listeners out there, mm-hmm. um, so you're from Muskegon, and I put on your bio. This is all just surface surface stuff I got off Twitter. Okay. Uh, your your love of, your love of cartoons. So like, oh, yeah. where did where did where did that come from? All right. So boom. All right. Growing up, I feel like you either watched Nickelodeon, yes, Disney, facts. Cha- Disney Channel, or like Cartoon Network. And I was straight Cartoon Network. A little bit of Nickelodeon for like Fairly Odd Facts and like Jimmy Neutron. Yep. But yeah, it was like that. And I, it was either I was watching Cartoon Network or like WWE, like wrestling yeah. pretty much. So yeah, like uh, I have so, like Rob Van Dam. Yeah, Rob Van Dam. I saw on there Rocket Power. I seen Rocket, on there. Oh, yeah. So I was like, Rocket okay. Power, I was like, okay, this is this is dope. So he really does love cartoons. Oh, uh, yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, I was a I was a Cartoon Network kid. And then Nickelodeon had like, as I kind of got a little bit older, like, I fucked with like Drake and Josh and mm-hmm. you know shit like that mm-hmm. on there those 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 classics and some of the like some of the cartoons on there um cuz that's obviously not a cartoon mm-hmm. uh but like Rocket Power and stuff were some and Hey Arnold Hey, hey Arnold, Arnold was sure. my shit yeah, yeah 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 fairly odd parents like you said but uh but yeah I grew up on cartoons like on some Pokemon on some Yu-Gi-Oh on oh, some hell Johnny yeah. Bravo yeah now, I mean now if we're Tom talking Jerry. Uh, cartoons like we also like this anime like, yeah, I forgot. I'm tripping. How could I forget? Yeah, yeah. anime like that's, that's as someone. Name. Yeah, as someone who's not in like the cartoon anime world, like that's like a real thing. So go ahead and break that down. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's the difference between a cartoon and anime? Because I honestly don't All know right. the answer. All right. So first off, anime gets real. Like cartoons are literally like just. I mean, kind of for kids, but they like I don't know. They usually have like an underlying message. Right. But like anime. Now this isn't. I'm not like some straight anime analyst. I don't like. This isn't like. Right. You know what I mean, I, I like Naruto. Dragon Ball Z, shouts out to uh, One Punch Man. You know what I mean? I got I got a couple of favorites, but like anime gets real. It's like there's a true message in that sh- in, in in those um in those shows. So like uh, you can watch them, get real attached to the characters. The storylines are mm-hmm. thick, like they are brazy. So yeah. so there are deeper level of cartoons in a way. Oh yeah, oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's like kind of like the bridge between just like real drama, like TV drama, and like kind of cartoons. So it's just, okay, like, it gets real. Okay. I got you. I got you. So, um, so let, let's start with Young Doser. So you kind of mentioned it. Um, it came from some type of, where, where did it come from? All right. So I was, my name took me a while to think. I was like, what am I, am I just going to go by like my name, like, like Kanye West or something. <laughs> but I was watching, uh, Naruto. I was rewatching it cause I used to watch it as a kid. And then like one summer I went off to Texas and I was, I was like, you know, I never ended up finishing the show. And so I was like, let me just finish watching it. And it was like still going crazy. So I was watching that, and then, like, there's a character um, from, there's, like, different villages in Naruto. There's, like, um, the Sand Village, the Hidden Leaf, you know, Hidden Mist. And then there's, like, this, there's, like, a new village called the Hidden Sound. So I was like, all right, that's dope. That's, what, like, I feel like I'm out here, like, crafting sounds and working with sounds. And, like, in Naruto, there's these things called, like, Jutsu. It's, like, moves, attacks. And I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm out here attacking with sound also. And so there's a fighter there named uh, Dosu. And so I just, uh, Dosu Kimishu or whatever, and uh, once I heard, like, I I got the tag initially, like, I was watching the show, and it's like, he won a fight, it's like, the winner is Dosu, I'm like, let's go, this guy's fighting from the sound, yeah, let's go. There you go, because I mean. that, that was one of the questions I had later, um, when it, when it gets to the actual tape itself, was, mm-hmm. was, was the Dosu tag, so... So is this then judging off of using that tag and um and, and what I can kind of guess? I'm guessing this is your first project, right? For sure, your yeah. first like official project. For sure. Um, okay. 
And so, so when did you, when did you start rapping? Is this recent, or have you been making music before? And you just this is like your first real project. Yeah, more so the second. Um, I started like rapping or like attempting to rap in like honestly like tenth grade. Mm-hmm. I was like me and my friend would just like do it for fun and like we just joke around and stuff. And then like eventually, as I got to senior year, I was like, oh, I might I actually kind of want to drop something. And so like you know just like writing a bunch of notebooks like we even like like oh cameraman Sean probably, yeah. We would yeah. always just joke around and just, like, rap for fun. But, like, I would always, like, take, like, everybody, like, you know, you can have fun. And, like, I was, like, you know, I kind of want to take this seriously. Like, I want to throw some real bars in there, some similes, some metaphors. And so, um, so that's going in. Uh, oh, sorry. I totally forgot what was the first question. So yeah. was, no, like, you're good. You're good. So, I was just saying, like, what, when did you start? So, so, yeah, what's, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so now you're yeah, at yeah. the point where you're, where you're rapping for real mm-hmm. and, and, and you're trying to actually, um, trying to actually write. Um, and how long ago is this? Because I'm trying to get oh, in my gotcha, mind, gotcha, like, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'm trying to get in my mind, like, an understanding of how long you were writing songs before you, mm. uh, before this project. For sure. So, yeah, that was probably, like, uh, 10th, 11th grade. Okay. And then I was just like, all right, so, and then as I was, like, going to college, I'm like, all right, let me drop this freshman year. I'm dropping this, fresh, I'm driving this track freshman year. And so, um, as I was, I'm like, all right, what are these beats? So, I'm looking for beats. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, none of these beats are really what I want. <laughs> Yeah, but nah, I'm trying to like I found some like free beats that are like pretty outdated, so I'm like, nah, I kind of want some. I want a new feel, so I ended up just like taking the time out to make. I didn't even learn how to like play piano. I didn't know how to do anything, mm-hmm. so that's when I started like making beats too. Okay, so so you made beats. So that was so that was what what uh what took the uh what took the process a little longer. So because oh, yeah, I was sure. I was wondering if you were if you were somebody who was just because my friend was like this for a while. He's been rapping for since he was sixteen, but and like releasing, like actually releasing mm-hmm. songs. But mm-hmm. he never released a project until he was like nineteen, mm-hmm. and uh, he was just like dropping single after single. I'm like, bro, just put together a project, and he's like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm ready yet, you know. So I was wondering if it was something that was um, that was just you were dropping singles and you weren't uh, you weren't in the, in the mind state of being ready for a project, or if or if you actually were kind of looking for a project, which it sounds like you were through beats and stuff, and you just weren't finding what you like, so you had to take the time to actually go the producer route, which is something my friend actually did too. Mm-hmm. Um, he did the exact same path, mm-hmm. um, which which helped, which was another reason it it took him a little bit longer sure. to drop his his project. Um, so. Who are so so? Let's talk since we're talking about you know the coming up and everything. So we we talked about this a little bit before the podcast, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know the full answer. So who are some of the artists that like really inspired you early, and who inspires you now? All right, who inspired me early? All right, so first off, um, I don't know. It's kind of a tie, a tie between Kanye and Jay Z, at first. Yeah, like um, it was just Kanye. He was always like in my like my older sister loved Kanye like college dropout early Kanye she just like had that it was like one of the first CDs one of the first rap CDs we actually like had in our house so that was like pretty influential but like Jay-Z like once I got to understand bars and right I was like oh my god this guy is like crazy and then like Kanye too Kanye has bars but like Jay-Z crazy and then like uh and then it began to like I was this at the same time I was like listening to Tyler the Creator a lot Mm -hmm. and like him his is just very influential, like, letting you know that anybody can do this if you just, like, put in the time and, like, just dedicate yourself to it. And so I was like, all right, I can do this. And, like, I had, like, say, a musical him. And then, um... Because that was a time of, like, 
Odd Future, Tyler, right? Oh, too? yeah. Like, yeah, that, was, sure. that was that era? Oldie, Odd yeah. Future Date, yeah. Okay. Around then, for sure. Okay, for sure. So then, so then, um, as 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 you've grown up, so those are some of your early inspirations. Has um, has your inspirations kind of changed? Because I've noticed, like with artists that I know, is one of the questions I really like to ask them, and and I'll ask you this, but answer the first part first. Uh, first, which is you know who are the artists that inspire you now? Mm-hmm. But like I've noticed with artists that like it's really interesting to find what they're listening to while they're creating an album, mm-hmm. because like those influences like always bleed through right so um so anyway so who are some of the artists you're listening to now and then who are some of the artists you were listening to during the process of the project um as i was making this um i pretty much tried it was like all right so as i say this i'm also listening to all the, all the older artists that i previously mm-hmm. because i just listen to them all the time so i mix them in but um travis uh this is when playboy cardi started coming out mm-hmm were there specific albums from them, or was it or specific songs, or was it just them generally? Um, Travis, because he came in like making beats, mm-hmm. like he uh, with the Cruel Summer, so like that was like really I could connect to that and play with Cardi just because energy. Like I was like, all right, so okay, okay, like dope, dope. Um, so so we we already went through we already went through with cartoons you love. I'm just looking through my my uh, my tweets so or my notes so. Um, so let's jump to the project itself then. So my my takeaway from, from the project is that it's extremely cohesive. It sounds like one producer. And so I'm guessing by what we've been talking about so far that you produced the beats for the project, right? Yeah, All every, of them? Every single thing. Every single one Every of single that. beat, every single melody. I didn't take no samples. Everything you hear was like played out. And then like... I, that, yeah. that's, that's awesome. And that's, you know, and that's some... As somebody who interviews a lot of local artists and listens to even a lot more mm-hmm. um i am always the guy that's getting you know sent to hey check my music blah, blah blah and and so i'm always checking a lot of i'm always trying to keep an ear on 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 local and underground stuff mm-hmm. and the the thing that separates any artist is their ability to make a cohesive project like that to me stands out right away mm-hmm. and um you you did a great job with that because um because there, there's this one sequencing. There's this one sequencing, especially that got me from Danimals to Soho. That transition there, mm-hmm. like the, the sequencing between those beats, is mm-hmm. very like I can tell. Like when I when I heard that, I'm like, thank okay, you. this guy really has an ear. Like, okay, thank you. He thank has you. he has an ear for not only just like making dope beats, but making beats that actually fit together. Mm-hmm. Like this whole project sounded like sounded like one project. It didn't okay. sound like a. Um, you know, a two thousands mixtape where it was like, let me just grab the hottest beats and mm-hmm. and you know and throw some sure. throw you. some Thank together. You, yeah. So um, and, and a lot of other artists will say, you know, they're trying. Oh, I'm just trying a whole bunch of different sounds, but really they don't. They're doing that because they don't have a direction. Where you have a direction, yeah. you have a sound, and and you're working and you're working on that. On on the flip side, the one thing I, the one thing I wanted to mention to you mm-hmm. is um. Is with that is that a lot of the songs are extremely short. So I'm wondering oh, yeah. if did you do that intentionally, or are you still trying to develop like the ability to flesh out full songs? Oh no, that was pretty much done intentionally because it's like my first project, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. I kind of just wanted. It felt like I just I just wanted short songs. Right. I don't know why. I mean, I mean, you, you might be. I, I'm kind of an old head in the way. Like I love long projects. I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't make it long if it's trash. But, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, uh, but I'm, uh, but all my favorite albums are an hour plus. 
So, um, but, but you're probably on the right side of history here. I mean, we've seen, I mean, we've seen all summer, we've seen nothing but EPs and, you know, Kanye, the, one of the biggest names in music was dropping, you know, dropped five studio albums that are each 22 minutes, you know? So mm-hmm. I definitely, I definitely think you're right side, you're on the right side of history with 10 tracks, 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm a little bit out of touch with that, but, um, <laughs> but, but I, I, I wonder, I asked that because. Because a lot of artists, um, that's another thing, like um, Nick Heal, who's an artist who I've had on this podcast multiple times, mm-hmm. and a good friend of mine, um, he he really talked about the ability to like, like his first project was, was like one, maybe two verses, and if he had two verses, it was a, it was a hook in between that wasn't made by him. So okay. like he was making very like, he was, ma- he was kind of putting together like 70% songs that were, that were good. And they mm-hmm. sounded good, and they didn't detract. Um, but I, I really like tried to on the next project challenge him to be like, okay, let's see what you can do. Let's right. see what let's see what you can do. Like kind of flesh out full songs. And he talked about yeah, he he talked about like the reason he did that is he wasn't ready. So I so I didn't know if it was an intentional thing or if it was a or if it was like an unintentional thing of just I'm I'm not ready to do full full songs. Oh yeah, no, it was uh, fully intentional. Like it's to me, it was it's like it's not nothing to like throw that chorus down and like get another verse down like i like rapping mm-hmm. like i like doing all this stuff but there's like certain tracks uh i don't know like a lot of my favorite artists some of the tracks are just short and then like when that happens i'm just like i, I don't know there's this feeling you just want to run it back like you just i don't yeah. know and i just like that and i like how uh abrupt endings like kind of some people like some people might expect some of the Mm-hmm. songs to be longer i just kind of like that that's interesting considering kanye is one of your favorites is a guy who's known for notoriously you know like like not really abrupt endings he's mm-hmm. got he's got a few here and there you know but for the most part his his tracks are very drawn out very cinematic and very very lengthy so it's interesting it's interesting you say that as an artist that you that you're kind of on the on the opposite opposite end of that at least at the moment yeah. um and and with the production too like how 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 hard was it how difficult was it to create to create these beats because i mean you're you're creating beats and every and and producing and rap like you're doing everything mm-hmm. but how hard was it on the production side to see to kind of create the sequence because like i said earlier you did a great job with that with the sequencing of this project so yeah. how were you able to um how difficult was it to do that is it was it just was it just as simple as it was it was vibes and it was easy or was it or was it a lot of trial and error and it's just like I don't think this beat works with this beat and like what was it? It was actually a little bit of both. Um for the most part is like I was making beats for uh a while, obviously. But then there was like a sorry, there was a period where I just started making beats and I was like, Okay, I actually wanna because I was thinking about selling beats too and I was actually mm-hmm. for like a, a month or like two months I was just a producer who was looking to sell beats. I was like, hold on, these beats are getting good, and I know I can rap. Let me just put in this extra work. But, I don't know, it was like, I don't know, sorry for the pause, but. No, you're good, you're good. Like, I would just make the beat. yeah, no, I would just, <laughs> I would just make the beats, and uh, over time, because like, I don't know, I kind of make beats at the time, depending on the mood or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, like, over time, I kind of, as I was making all of these, I kind of knew, like, all right, that one's kind of going to be towards the beginning of the album. And it was like more so by the uh, beat, more so by the like lyrics. So I kind of had like the beats mm-hmm. um, ordered before I uh, started rapping. And I actually just like rapped. Oh, I, 
okay, so you had a lot of the beats actually done before you started before you started rapping. Yeah, and I uh, lay it, yeah, and I changed the order based off beats. It was all pretty much based off the beats. I was like, mm-hmm. all right, I think this beat will sound cool coming after this beat. And I was like, and I was like, at the same time, I'm developing the songs, and that's not like it wasn't set in stone. Like I eventually like switched like like I don't know at some point like Rodeo was like in towards the beginning know. towards the beginning of the album, mm-hmm. and like Danimals was towards the back. When I was like, someone told me just like. The way I, I just like like the way it sounded like nice like mm-hmm. floaty switch to the slapper of Soho, and I just I don't know, yeah it's kind of just all by ear and feel. Okay, okay. So so was a lot of the was a lot of these beats um, being made like how how quickly was this uh what was this project like kind of put together? Um, because I know it's like with with a lot of artists there's there's usually there there's usually you know a, a couple months of searching and finding for the right sound. Mm-hmm. And then all the, then you find it, and then you're looking for, and then you spend a little bit more time trying to find what fits with it. And then all of a sudden, there's like a two week period where they're working on an album nine months, but there's like a two or three week period where you're just in the zone clicking. Was it like that for you? That's actually, was it always clicking, or was it or was much, it drawn out? That's yeah, very much so. It was like uh, I was making beats, so I was like dropping. So I was making beats, and I was like, as like I said earlier, I was like a producer. And then I was like, all right, let me make a couple songs. So I uh, made like a song called Drop. And then I made the song called Luigi. And then I made, um, what was it? Dosu, I think. And at that point, I was like, hold on. Let me like, I already got three songs out. Mm-hmm. I could just start putting together a project. And so uh, I kind of just like put out one more song. And then I just like went into, I already had like, probably like three or four of the beats that are on the album now. Besides the songs that I just mentioned that are, I guess Dosu is the only one. That's mm-hmm. on the album too, and then Rodeo. But so I had like I don't know, half of the beats or maybe four beats, and then for like a year, it, was, it all it all happened in a year. Like the beats took from like, took most most of the time from like I'd say, whenever I dropped Rodeo, which was like November last year, to like the summertime, which from to like, uh, June, I was like, all beats. Like the thing is, I I, I was making a bunch of beats. I was like scraping a lot of them too, so it's like I wasn't just like spending a whole bunch of time on this one beat. Mm-hmm. I just I knew what what sound I wanted. If it wasn't, I was kind of I scrap a lot of beats because I kind of I don't know I like I don't waste my time on it. So like that, and then like the rapping was just like the rapping honestly was done in like a month to two two weeks. Two, really? Yeah, two to three weeks. I <laughs> I actually I told the people that out the tape was I had like told people the tape was like dropping. Before I had even like like in a week before I like I still had like two songs to do really so like yeah I was because like I had I had been telling people for a while I was dropping a tape mm-hmm. I was like it's working it's it's coming it's coming it's coming but um I ended up like yeah the rapping yeah all the songs were done like oh, a month or in okay. two weeks okay like okay interesting interesting so um so so where where do you want to um. Where where do you, where do you want to take your sound next? Because you are you are an artist, and and another thing that stands out with young artists, um, is that is when they when they know or when they have a sound already, um, and and they're not they're not trying a bunch of different sounds. Again, you mm-hmm. you were cohesive, you were to the point, and you had a signature sound that you carried throughout. Is that? Is that is the sound you have now what you want to have just refined, or is this just or is this just one project? Because there's a lot of artists that have a sound for a project and then mm-hmm. move on to the oh, next. Yeah. Kanye West, yes. you know, your oh, yeah, your favorite oh, yeah. is like is very known for 
be for reinventing himself a million times over. All a lot of the greatest artists do that. So, um, but there's also a lot of artists that that do kind of stay the same, like J. Cole, yeah. and, and and they just kind of fine tune their craft right, rather right, than right. rather than overhaul. So, um, so so how do how do you see how do you see things playing out? I know it's a, I know it's a hard question because it's early, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was I was just about to say I don't really know because like I gotta see what mindset I gotta see how this stuff all pans out and uh, depending how this rollout goes because I haven't started any of the lyrics for my next project, which mm-hmm. is uh, I'm not gonna spoil it, but right. sometime in the spring and like I don't know I gotta see how I don't know how life's essentially how like life's treating me at the moment. Yeah, but, very um, true. Life. Life derives a lot of the content, of course. <laughs> exactly. So I'm. Uh, I gotta see how things are gonna go. But I'm thinking, I'm, to answer your, to strictly answer your question, I'm gonna pro- try to keep like a core sound, a core mm-hmm. sound, but still like deviate away from it and still take some risks. Mm-hmm. Like, but I still wanna. I I, but you I, wanna I, kind of refine what you what you have uh, a sound you have now. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Exactly. Awesome. Awesome, man. Well. Look, man. Uh, the project is is called Escapism, mm-hmm. um, and by Young Dosu on Apple Music on Spotify too, right? Spotify and Apple Music, yeah. Okay, SoundCloud as well, or uh, SoundCloud, yeah, yeah. For okay, sure. SoundCloud. Always, always okay, SoundCloud. okay, for sure, for sure. Because I listen to it on Apple Music. That's okay. another big thing too. Is like, is like, if an artist comes up to me on an Apple Music link or a Spotify mm-hmm. link yeah. instead of a SoundCloud link, it's it's like no disrespect to SoundCloud, but it's like okay. He at least does his homework and is serious about it because it's not because it's it's easy it's kind of easy to get on streaming services but mm-hmm. you do have to put in work to get on streaming yeah, yeah services. exactly exactly so that so that that lets me know a level of commitment there so that's interesting sure. but all right man you said project uh you said a project kind of coming next spring oh yeah yeah i'm already i already have enough beats to drop it right now but i'm mm-hmm. just keep making beats and i uh, pick from the best of them and see how live streaming and right off that all right, man. Well, thank you for coming on, Young Dosu. Right. Also, shout out to your photographer as well. Um, shout out to Sean. Sure. Um, yeah, Sean, go ahead. Hey, put, hey. Plug everybody. Everybody, plug their stuff, man. Plug, plug, plug your stuff because I, I tried to plug it. You know, Apple Music, Young Dosu, mm-hmm. uh, Spotify, Young Dosu, SoundCloud, Young Dosu, Escapism. But you know, you can promote your Twitter handle, all that stuff. For sure, get your promotion. Uh, everything. Yeah, uh, follow me at uh, everything is Young Dosu. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, everything. So we got everything on lock. Young Dose. All right, for sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> and you guys know where to find me. Maybe maybe you don't. If Young Dose is bringing you to the podcast, thank you for listening. I greatly appreciate it. My name is Chris Platty. You can find me on all socials at the real Chris Platty or at real Chris Platty. Not no the in there in the handle. Just real Chris Platty. And you can uh, you can find strictly hip hop. And Strictly Hoop Talk, which are two podcasts intertwined on one feed. You can find them on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean. And you can also check out Strictly Hip Hop TV, which is now which is now finally live, which is on MSU TV and my YouTube channel, which is just called Chris Platty right now because I'm not that creative. So go check that out as well. And um, and again, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Mainly is where I, is where I interact with most of my most of my people. Instagram, I do a lot of Instagram lives, or not a lot, but I'm going to try to do more Instagram lives in the future. So you're definitely gonna want to follow me there as well. Thank you, everyone, for listening once again, Young Dosu. Thank you for stopping by, man. Appreciate Bang, it. Man.
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.